0: All right, folks, welcome to the runningrestaurants.com podcast, where we bring you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to know to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. I'm your host, Jamie Oikel. And today we've got a slightly different type of episode for you where I'm talking to a longtime contact from the softball world who is now in startup mode for a franchise called Capital Tacos. Bill Hoops, welcome, man. How are you?
1: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, excited. Um, I do a podcast and video cast for softball. I've never been on someone else's show, so this is pretty exciting. It's an honor. I appreciate you uh, bringing me on and excited to talk about yeah. uh, not only softball, but tacos and and what brought us to this point and just excited with the relationship we built. My partner, uh, Pat, and both of our families working towards a common goal. So thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, good. And, and listen, we're, we're pretty unscripted. Uh, we know each other from softball world. I want to have kind of a wide ranging conversation. We'll definitely get into Capital Tacos, how you yeah. made that decision to go forward. Uh, but let's start with softball. You wear a lot of hats on the softball field. I see this guy <laughs> just doing everything: events, uh, college recruiting, uh, combines. Talk about it.
1: Yeah. So for me, you know, my softball journey started uh, as a dad. Right? I didn't play. A lot of high school sports. Uh, I didn't play a lot of sports when I was a kid growing up. Um, Prodigy of a single mother. So I was working very, very early. Uh, Joined the Navy when I was younger at about 19 years old. Became a father when I was 23 uh, to a beautiful daughter named Jessica. And uh, she is currently a junior at Florida Southern playing Division II softball. But So the softball journey started when she was 10 uh, 11 years old, we were in Buffalo, New York. I was a recruiter out there for the Navy. She brought home a flyer from the little league and basically said, Hey, you know, you know we're taking signups. I said, babe, we're getting ready to move when we get to Florida, we'll get you signed up for softball. She was a gymnast at the time, but, but wasn't really in love with it. We got down to Florida. We got settled. Um, I took over a recruiting station for the Navy in St. Petersburg. And again, another flyer from uh, the elementary school that said Clearwater Little League sign-up. So at this point in time, we got her signed up for Little League, and uh, she was playing. Uh, my, my wife and I were parents just watching, and the coach got sick, uh, and the team in the Little League had no other volunteers. So we got into softball, right? Fast forward a uh, couple seasons of Little League. Then we were introduced to travel ball, uh, started running a couple travel ball teams, you know, just continue to progress 10U, 12U, 14U. At 14U, I brought the Firecrackers organization to Florida, which over a three-year period uh, that I was working with it from 2015 to 2018, 2019, we had at one point in time, it was crazy. We had 18, 19 teams running throughout the state. Uh, Because of that, I got contacted by some representatives for PGF, who said, Hey, we're running a tournament in the area. We see that you've got a pretty good social media group and softball. Uh, what do you think about helping us run the tournament? The funny thing is uh, initially I said, no, man, I'm too busy. I'm running 18 softball teams. Uh, I'm a teacher. I just got out of the Navy. I was now teaching at a middle school and, and my wife and I were super busy. We just had no time for any more softball. Right. We were traveling all over the country. It was crazy. Um, but then about six weeks later, those people contacted me again, um, and, and we listened and, and, you know, we, we did it and we ran our first event in Gainesville in November, or excuse me, in March of 2018, it was an 18 team tournament, uh, one that you may be familiar with called Gator Ball. Yeah. Right? So that was, that was the first PGF tournament, March of 2018, uh, gained a lot of popularity and, and, Man, it's been a four year ride since. And, you know, I think having 10 years of travel ball experience coming into tournament directing kind of gave me an advantage, right? Like I knew what I wanted to see as a coach. I knew what I wanted to see in the fields. I knew what I wanted to see in the officials. Right. And then being, uh, I wear my anchor on my chest every single day, Uh, being a chief petty officer in the Navy. I was in the Navy for 17 years and made it all the way up to chief petty officer and they teach you about leadership and team building and, you know, softball teaches you about all those things too. Right. Uh, Just like any other coach, I did a bunch of crazy stuff and, you know, probably wasn't always the best coach, but, you know, we learn and we grow and we get better and, you know, you, you figure out how to do the job. Right. So I took that into tournament directing and, um, You know, very fortunate to have lived in the state of Florida, to be honest with you, because over the last couple of years, uh, we have been open, right? And because Florida has been open, we have been running tournaments and people from all over the country, because they were not open, uh, came to Florida to play. Uh, And it's a lot of that, uh, you know, I would say probably 30% of that has stuck. Um, And it's just really... It's a humbling experience, right? Like I I don't take any of this for granted. Uh, I know every week uh, being a parent of a single or excuse me, a child of a single parent. Um, my mom couldn't afford to do what we do every weekend, right? There was just no, I could have been the best baseball, basketball wrestler in the world. There was just no way she would have been able to afford it working two jobs, right? So I, I take value in that. I know every weekend people take their time and and they're creating their memories with these kids on these fields. So I stay very humbled by that. And I try to work hard from sunup to sundown to really make these not just tournaments but events. Give back to the community, give back to the kids. Um it's it's been a great 10-year softball journey. I feel like it's only getting better. We've got a lot more to do in the community and give back. Um, but it's been a lot of fun, right? To be able to. You know, as a co- as a travel ball coach, I put almost eighty, hundred kids with with Pat Affronti when we were coaching for the years, and even before that, almost a hundred kids through through college. You know, through tra- coaching travel ball, and then certainly through the exposure right. our of tournaments offer. So I know that's long winded to how I got into softball, but it's uh, yeah.
0: well, you know, there's that, there's every, that, there's I the mean.
1: Every day wanting to see these kids, man, and just see them do really well, and it's it's been a lot of fun.
0: Uh, it just reminds me of the the meme or the story or wherever you, you you know you give a girl a softball and then she wants a bat and she wants a helmet and she wants a glove and it's like you you give give him a coach you give him a tournament give him a now now it's like across across the country <laughs> and across the spectrum running you know, giant events with hundreds of teams and right. sponsors exactly. and uh, you know goodies and so yeah chiming in from my side you're you, the, the events are always always well run you got you got you got goodies you got sponsors you got uh, now you're doing a lot of stuff after the event awarding folks recognition. Yeah. So uh, yeah, very, 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 it's it's incredible. So you know, my my story in softball is only a little bit similar in that uh, you know you start and you just start as a little volunteer and then you coach a little bit more and you coach a little bit more and and you get brought in and and it is it becomes it becomes a life and a lifestyle and you yeah when you're you're, you're rocking every weekend and traveling all around. And,
1: Look, <laughs> it's tattooed on me, man. Yeah. It, I mean, it is my life. You know, that's from when we won the 2019 3A state championship with Admiral Ferry I right. mean, coach you won at the high school level, too. Like this, I, I bleed yellow and, and red stripes. You know?
0: Well, you know, let's, let's turn this in a little bit and not yet to the restaurants, but I want to get there. But I think for you a big turning point, and you can you can obviously tell the story. But you you had a significant car crash, and that yeah. just seemed to change your mindset, uh, fitness, lifestyle, work, whether it's up to your your energy and your passion. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, you're gonna get me emotional on here, man. Uh, uh, uh-huh. I am I am an emotional guy, right? Um, so listen, I, I've always been a worker. I've always been motivated. You know, again, I, I dropped out of high school when I was 16 years old, and got two jobs because mom said the rent was due and, and you had to go do what you had to do. At 19, I was lucky enough to uh, meet a Navy recruiter that changed my life and and I joined the Navy and and kicked the door in. You know, I, I, I got promoted seven times in 12 years, um, but I was never a happy person, right? I was never like totally uh, settled. I grew up in a very... I don't want to use the word toxic, but just crazy environment, right? We were always moving, always on the go, and and things were just, anyways, it was a crazy lifestyle growing up. My mother did the best she could, but I was always unsettled. And then, yeah, in in 2020, right before COVID hit, February 2020, um, I had just started the 2020 high school season. It was opening day. I was still coaching high school at Admiral Farragut. Uh, we had just beat Osceola high school for the first time in in many, many years on opening day, coming off of a state championship. It was a great opening day win. And one of the girls on the Osceola team, uh, play on my travel ball team. I took a picture with her Mm -hmm. and say, we'll see you in a couple weeks and stopped at my mother's house on the way home. I'm driving home after that. Uh, she lives in Pinellas County. I live in Pasco just North, um, Doing 45 miles an hour down uh, 66th Street underneath the Brian derry Exchange. Uh, Eyes on the road, straight as day. This guy pulls out in front of me. Uh, I can't, I don't see him. I don't have time to move, don't have time to weave. I I take him pretty much head on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every airbag in the car exploded. I got knocked out, bad concussion, you know, minor laceration on my leg. But overall, not physically hurt, but just over the next six months, I got pretty much awoken to what kind of life I had now, you know, it was a transition from where you come, what you've done, how you live to, you know, what are you going to do today? What is going to be good today? You have been given another opportunity, um, to kind of be here and make things different. Right. Um, one of the major parts of that was me and my wife. <laughs> you might know, man. I love that woman. I, I say it every single day. Yeah, there's there,
0: there's there's social <laughs> proof out there, man. This guy, <laughs> this this. You give this guy a camera, he'll take a picture of his uh, his, his beautiful wife.
1: Uh, come on, yeah. she is a, she is amazing, right? I can sit here; it's a whole other episode to talk about her. Um, but that woman and I, at that point in time, have been married for sixteen years, and yeah. we never even had a wedding right? Never had a wedding. I could have passed away in that car accident. My wife would have spent 16 years of her life with me, raised two almost adult children. Um, not a single wedding picture. We got married in our daughter's daycare center, uh, and went to KFC and had an all you could eat buffet for the honeymoon after that. Like I told her, I said, baby, we're married now. You can have the world. So, you know, she's from North Carolina. That's where we were at the time. So we went to KFC, but anyways, um, you know, fast forward to shortly after that wreck. I was just like, look, we don't even have a single wedding picture. Um, you know, I was looking at my body. I was looking at my personal life, you know, how I thought, how I, you know, acted towards the world. Um, I wasn't some mean, nasty, crazy guy. I mean, was a pretty nice guy for the most part, but there's just, there's certain things you don't have to do, right? Mm-hmm. And the choice of whether or not you do them and, and know certain things that you should say to people every day certain way you should take care of yourself um and that was one of the biggest things i had to learn for me i spent every day from the time i was young man i'm telling you my whole story here jane yeah my,
0: i love it no that's why we're here
1: all right from the time i was young uh you know uh, until that wreck fighting and, and working hard and uh doing for for everyone else with really ignoring myself so you know, bring in 60 minutes a day for me, right? Uh, and and it is really that part has changed my life. I spent about an hour, sometimes two, just really working on me. And that's not always just lifting weights and running, but sometimes it's just looking at what I have, appreciating what I have, reading, you know, writing, talking, um, you know, just really being humbled and present in my life, being there for my kids, which I always was, but really making sure they know, right? Um So yeah, that wreck, uh, again, long winded answer, but that wreck changed my whole life, right? It changed my outlook on my life It changed, you know, that could happen again tomorrow, you know, so I got to make sure every second I have here, I'm doing my best to make a difference. And that's kind of what I'm working on now
0: yeah I appreciate you going going there with us. and i've seen I've seen your your posts where you I think your ha- hashtag is like sixty for me, right? Sixty yeah, for me. Exactly. and and i've seen and I've seen you talk about it. and I've seen it inspire a number of other people to make changes in in their life and their fitness and their thinking about it because when you you need to, you need to pull away and and uh, I, me same thing. The, the, I reading a book, one of these books, uh, atomic Habits, right?. Uh, you know, just make it a habit. And so I've, I've, I've made a little fitness routine, a habit for me uh, every day for the last three, three, three months or so. And man, it just changes everything. It changes, it changes your, your outlook, gives you better energy, uh, a little focus, but it's easy to skip it. Right. So I do mine in the morning, right. Can't skip it. But if you skip it, the day goes and and then I'll get to it later. It's hard getting it to it later. Uh, day rolls on. And if you, you know, make that time for yourself, man, I, I, I agree hundred percent important. So I know you yeah, do as well.
1: and, 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 you know, I do have that hashtag 60 for me. And what's what's crazy is because I'm on Facebook a lot. Right. I use it a lot for my business. I advertise a lot of my business. And that part of my Facebook kind of, you know, I expect that to go out to the world. I'm wanting other people to kind of, hey, here's what he's advertising. Come do this and be part of the event. Um, but the, But the other part of Facebook that I think people forget about is like that memory button comes up every day right i look at my memories from years past i get to see my kids when they were 4 and 5 right and and for me like there's nobody that holds me accountable every day except for me so every day when those memories pop up like i see them and and it reminds me of what i'm working on and where i'm going so you know if because of that that inspires other people that's truly a humbling experience but for me like it's a reminder every day of where i've gone where i'm going where i want to go and and those Facebook memories, man, for me, they serve their purpose. It's, I look at them every day. So that's, that's a sure. lot of why. I, and if you go to that hashtag, like it's the whole journey. If you ever click on that thing, if you ever click, like people put hashtags on Facebook, but you ever actually click on them?
0: Right. If you ever
1: actually click on them, it shows the whole story of that label. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool. I figured that out about, I don't know, four or five months ago. And it's really that hashtag is the last two years of my life. That's
0: right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. That's, that's what they built those darn hashtags. <laughs> right. for. But a, lot, a lot of people just have fun with them. Uh, my, right. my day is, my day is going great. Hashtag, well, you know, whatever you just make, right. make whatever, but it, yeah, it's, it's a tracking mechanism. That's why it's it there. Is. Well, it's let's true. let, let you, you know, what's going to be real interesting for you and powerful. And I'm sure you're excited about as you transition to the restaurants is you do have a following, both of a network of people, uh, both right. social uh, you're gonna probably bring that into your restaurant business pretty pretty hard. I'm sure that's part of the planning, but just let, let's go back a step. How do you even get how do you take on the idea of a, a multi-unit restaurant franchise deal and like what's going through the brain of a startup guy?
1: <laughs> uh, so again, right? if you're if you're putting your toe in the water to see how cold it is, chances are you're not going to jump in the pool. Right. Uh, I mean, that's 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 what it is, right? I mean, if you're checking to see, you know, I mean, you have to make sure you you can swim. Um, But for me, like, I don't know, man. Like, part of my journey, I dropped out of high school, like I said, when I was 16 years old. Shortly after that, my mother sent me to a program called Job Corps. Right? It's run by the Department of Labor, and it's for kids that necessarily don't know where they're going and what they're doing, and it, it teaches them a trade. So. At 16 years old, I got on a plane and I went to Morganfield, Kentucky, not knowing anywhere or any place or anybody, and I entered Earl C. Clements Job Corps Center um, in an 18-month program where I, I was only there 11 months. I finished ahead of schedule. I got my GED, and I got a technical certification in culinary arts. Um, so I spent the next two and a half years of my life from just about 17 to 19 before I joined the Navy working... Uh, in the restaurant business. It was just a Ruby Tuesdays off mm-hmm. of uh, US 19 and uh, Golf Bay there. Uh, I think it's a Cheddar's now. I don't even think it's open anymore. Uh, but I worked there for two and a half years and and really fell in love uh, with being able to have that opportunity again, to be able to provide a service to people um, that some people might get to do every day. Some families might never cook at home and get to go out every day. So we we want to provide those people to service but on the same side uh you have some families like my mother I, I hate to sound like a broken wheel but um who would work for months on end just to be able to take us out one time that's right you know um who never you know my mother and i sat down probably for a year and ate nothing but a salad and baked potato and school lunch uh because that's all she could afford so when I did that and lived that way and then went to culinary school, I didn't do anything with cooking or anything in the Navy, but I've always had a passion for it. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 for some reason, I've always been driven. For a long time, I thought food truck, food truck, food truck. It's portable, yeah. it's mobile, you know, you can, but um, it comes with its own set of advantages and, and disadvantages, right? So um, I bought a house about 10 years ago in uh, two thousand. 12 in Newport Richie. It was the first house that I ever bought in my life. And uh, my wife and I made an investment for that, which was a huge struggle at the time for us transitioning out of the Navy. But we took a chance and uh, that investment paid off for us 10 years later in this crazy housing market uh, where where we were given an opportunity uh, to be able to take on another venture. So my brain kept going back to food. And, and, uh, we started looking at franchising because again, for me, you know, I, I started Florida PGF, but I had PGF as, as a, as a resource, right. I had my regional manager, I had the headquarters to be able to kind of help me on the business side of that. Right. Um, which led me to think, okay, franchise. So we did that. Um, and we were looking at several and, and, uh, you know, this past January, we saw that capital taco started franchising and i went online like everyone else and filled out the form and uh, they they got back to us in an, in an amazingly timely manner and, and answered all our questions and all of our conversations and uh you know through the process i started thinking okay do i want to go into this by myself do i want to have a partner or you know what do i want to do there and and uh so my buddy pat you know patrick affronti who uh, been a good friend of mine for the last ten years. I've coached a couple travel ball teams with him, won a couple national championships with him. He also runs a major uh, softball organization in the state with NSA, so we have something in common there. Uh, we've just been great friends for the last uh, you know decade, and, and so I asked him to jump on board with what I was doing, um, and, and thankfully he agreed. Uh, so Pat and I are doing this Capital Taco venture together. Um, which I can't be more excited about, right? He's a guy who also, you know, approaches a little bit different than me. He's not uh, doing webinars and doing all this crazy stuff, but he still provides a good product uh, yeah. for great kids. And, and we coach differently. Like he's going to be the guy where you're not going to know that he's calling a squeeze butt. And I'm going to be the guy like throwing my arms up in the air and hype it. like we just have different approaches, right? So the yeah. partnership here. Um, it might be like you and your other coach, right? You guys probably have different approaches as well. Uh, so coming into the restaurant business with him, um, it, it was, it was a natural ask for me. I, every time we're on the road, the only place this guy ever wants to go eat is a Mexican restaurant. Right. So, so natural fit for me to say, Hey buddy, like, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. What do you feel? And, uh, You know, it's been a, it's been a five month process talking and with Capital Tacos and uh, doing all of that. But I'll tell you, like, we are super excited. They have a great team. They have great people. They have great ownership. Uh, I've got a great partner in Pat and within myself, like I've got a great motivation, man. Like for me, I'm treating it just like everything else that I've done. Like, I, I don't want to, I want this to be you know, hey, Bob, how you doing? It's Wednesday. You want the usual? Like, you know, we're going to have our people that just want to come in, get their food and go. And we're going to have our Uber orders and and all of our online stuff that's going to, you know, but I still want there to be a sense of community. I want a a wall where the Vipers, you know, uh, come in and they've got a jersey on the wall, right? Like I want, you know, the local high school to when they win the big game, this is where we're going. Like I want that sense of community. Right just like we relay into our tournaments, right? Even though there's, you know, everybody plays a bunch of different places. When you come here, it's just a little bit of a different feel, at least for me and from what I hear from the people they, so
0: I'm going to pull i I'm going to try to pull up their website. We'll just spend a second out there and you can tell me anything maybe about the brand a little bit. Let's see if this, this will work. Let's go. Let's go. All right, does this look right? Are we in the right place?
1: That is the right place. Cingo yeah, we'll de Mayo. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're in big catering order for Cingo for de Mayo. Great, great uh, fast casual Mexican food. Great for catering. Great for, you know, stopping in on the go. Uh, part of the reasoning why we wanted to get with the brand, right? Great catering options. Uh, you know, think about that, like you had mentioned already, the crowds that we already serve, right? So being able to bring some of this, you know, there's some parks that we run at that don't have concessions, you know, things like that, um, you know, and and then there's there's a new complex opening up in the new in the I don't know if you know this, uh, uh, what's it called, Starkey Ranch, Starkey Ranch. There's a four field complex opening in the Trinity Starkey Ranch area, uh, which is only going to be a few miles from our our hopeful location that we're working on right.
0: So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway. what, let let me hit let me hit the location buttons now. What? How? What are the? Where are they now? Like how many locations? Right, so right now? now you have
1: five corporate locations. You've okay. got the first one in Lando Lakes. You've got Wesley Chapel. You've got Port Richey. Then in the Tampa area, you've got Brandon, and you've got an express out in the Riverview area. Okay. Gotcha. Okay.
0: I'm and right. so you're and you're you're undertaking. What's your you're undertaking a couple of locations?
1: Right. So uh we have been given the uh, primary location of Trinity, uh Tarpon Springs and uh Palm Harbor. So south of the western portion of Pasco County, uh with Holiday and Trinity included, and then north of Pasco County with Tarpon Springs and the Oldsmar Palm Harbor area. So the goal uh is getting the first one open with with a couple more after that, but uh yeah. Certainly focused on getting the first one open right now.
0: For sure. Yeah. I mean, the, fir- the first one will be the hardest for you. And then and then sure. you'll, you'll figure a lot out. Man, they do a great job. Uh, they do great photography. Looks fantastic.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, the menu is, is amazing. There's a variety, right? It's called Capital Tacos, but quesadillas. I scroll down a little bit right there. Uh, if you look those, those fries, man, I'm telling you, you're coming in after a game uh, that is basically tacos on some of the best hand seasoned fries that you could imagine out there. Imagine. So nachos to the right, right? Yeah. Fries built the same way to the uh oh, It's just, it's for a guy who's been trying to work out for the last two years. It's tough to say no. Uh, but you know, again, made with the best yeah. ingredients. It's not a, it's not going to kill you on the backside. I, I feel comfortable. You know, busting out two tacos. I like the uh uh the uh scroll down a little bit, the uh geez, wampus and the ace high right there. Those are my two favorites, the Catawampus and the ace high.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm
1: telling you, bro. I got I
0: gotta turn it off. We're getting hungry here. We're
1: getting,
0: we're getting, we're getting uh, hungry. You know, but listen, it's
1: it really is uh it started here in Pasco County, right? Uh just uh, as a mom and pop brand and, and the, the two gentlemen that own it now uh, have traveled the country uh, tasting some of the you know tacos all over the country and, and felt so strong about this brand. I was introduced to Capital Tacos as a teacher. Uh, like I say, the first one opened in Lando Lakes. If you're familiar with Pasco County School System, uh, all of their headquarters and their administrative buildings are right there by Lando Lakes High School. Um, so, so when you have to go there and you're on training, you say, Hey, where do you go for lunch? Well, all of the teachers and everybody that works there, well, Hey, you go to capital taco. So we did. And that's, that's a small location. It's kind of in and out. Um, but the, the rest of them, um, you know, each one of them has their own unique flair. No location looks the same. You walk into some other places, you, you kind of know where you're at, but each one of these, uh, kind of has their own little, uh, that's uniquely different, but uh, yeah. really, really, as they say, done right, you know, and, and the food is what keeps you coming back. So
0: what I think, what I think we'll do is uh, check back in with you, right? Like we yeah. got it. We got to see a, a guy who's local, who's doing the journey, who's opening up first time operator. Like what you're going to struggle yeah. like right now, like there's a whole shitload of stuff that's tough with the restaurant business, yeah. people, food costs, uh, gas is up, everything, yeah. you, you know, inflation, etc. And so you're gonna hit those things hard. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find good people. You gotta do the training. Yeah. So uh, we'll 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 have to do another session in a couple months when you're uh, get, getting through some of those things. Check back in. Um, what about uh, we? Obviously, we're out there at CapitalTacos.com. Anywhere else to to send them? Are you anything else you want to share? Parting thoughts? What do you think?
1: No, man. Listen, uh, you know uh, we appreciate you having us on here to be able to talk a little bit about myself. Uh, both of the business ventures that we're getting into. Um, yeah, you know, like you just mentioned, uh, getting into any business is tough, right? Uh, rewind back two years ago, I was running a primary outdoor, bit, well, 100% outdoor business where, you know, we had no idea what was going to happen in the country and no idea what was going to happen in the world. We forged through that and, uh, you know, we grew exponentially throughout that period, you know. Um, and, and that has very little to do with me and and a whole lot to do with, you know, the team that we have together and, and, and our, our UIC and our staff and and the officials that work for us every day, the field crew that puts these fields together. You know, I, I get to be the conductor, but all of these amazing people, you know, they are the ones that every day make sure that these kids get to go out and play. So we, we want to take that same thought process to Uh, our franchise and capital taco business. We want to build teams. We want people to want to wake up and come to work. I don't care if it's a quick serve restaurant or, or, you know, somebody that's running down the beach, right? We want to treat people fairly. We want to build team. We want to let them know their worth and their value. And and when you do that, I think inherently people want to be a part of what you're doing. So, you know, uh, same business here. Why I wanted to jump on here and be a part of what you're doing when good people do good things, right? Like it, it comes back to them. So, uh, I'm humbled by the experience and the fact that people do make a choice to play with us and hopefully uh, share a meal with us uh, throughout their days. It's, it's really been a lot of fun getting to this point. I
0: think um, everything you said really echoes. Uh, I just interviewed a great, uh, great guy yesterday, uh, Michelle Fal- uh, Falcon, out, up in up in Toronto, and he's got a he's got a brand that's expanding as well. And 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 when that comes out, I'll, I'll get you a copy of it you're going to very good learnings because what he's done, he's taken his culture and his story and he's ingrained his story into who works for him. And he's got like zero turnover. And so I think you're very much the same way when you, the story that you just told us right now, and feel free to, you know, put this on your recruiting page, talking about your background. When you put your story into the DNA of the restaurant, you're going to naturally recruit people that have the same belief system, not the slackers are just looking for, you know, a part-time job. So you're going to find those people they resonate with your story and your work ethic. And then those people are going to grow with you. And some people are going to move on to college and whatnot. And they're, but they're going to, they're going to really resonate and stick. And so I think if you make that a big part of your recruiting and your brand, your brand inside capital tacos, I already know you're going to be successful because of what you bring to, to, to the equation. But like, just that mentality of bringing that culture into it, I think, is going to be even more powerful. So I'll make sure I forward that to you, and and so. Forth. But I said that, man. And I just add one more thing to that, right? Is is
1: people just need a chance, right? Like sometimes people got nothing and they have no direction, and if you give them a chance, like they'll kick the door in, right? Like and and those people who there's a lot of people sometimes get overlooked for that chance. So when you build teams with people that are
0: looking to excel, I,
1: I just. Anyways, I just yeah. wanted to add that in there, man. I greatly yeah. appreciate you having us on. And uh I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come yeah. and, and positive for the future for sure.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great to chat. I appreciate you folks. This is Bill Hoops of Capital Tacos and Florida PGF softball. So well, we'll see him out on, on the field soon. You can check out Capital Tacos at CapitalTacos.com. Uh play That's play PlayFL. Play FL, F-L, play F-L, F-L correct. Yeah. Play F-L, PGF. Dot com. Uh, for more great restaurant marketing, operations, service, people, and tech tips, stay tuned to us here at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Bill.
1: I appreciate it, man. Have a good day.
0: You too.